Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Marcus and Melina De La Cruz. We hope that you'll be blessed by today's message. No pressure, Tom. No. <laughs> I saw a picture of Rebecca. I'm like, what is she doing down on the floor? I don't know if she was scrubbing something. I, people are sending me pictures and I'm like, you all go. Everyone has a part to play. Thank you for showing up and bringing your supply. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, so we're excited about that. Keep an eye on your... Um, emails so you know where we will be set uh, Sunday morning we could be in the building Sunday morning yeah. would that be nice amen yeah. praise the Lord yeah so just determines on how, how much we get and how fast we get done amen amen time of acceleration was prophesied <laughs> accelerate <laughs> Lord <laughs> so it takes many hands though so if you can show up I know they're gonna be working there tomorrow night right Pastor Marcus yeah. tomorrow night they usually show up at okay he will let us know. Okay, he's there at 10.30 tomorrow morning. Cleaning floors. Before they eat, before they do the floors at night. Okay, we'll keep you posted. He'll be there at 7.30. Good to know, all right. These floors are going to get done, yes. Okay, Amen. praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you ready to give tonight? Amen. Let's open our Bibles to Matthew chapter 6. Praise the Lord. Matthew 6. Amen. On Sunday we ministered on pursuing God. Amen. Putting Him first. Running after God. We don't have to earn anything from God. We just turn towards Him. And just like the um, prodigal son, he came to his senses. What did he do? He returned to his father, right? He pursued his father. He went back to his father's house. His father was there waiting. Amen. Amen. And when he came back to his father, what happened? His father restored everything yes. back to him. Amen. His position, his authority, his wealth, it was all restored back. And did he have to earn it? No, he did not have to earn it. He just had to return to his father. He went after his father. And so Matthew 6, 33 says this seek ye first the kingdom of God and all and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you doctor used to preach on this and he would say seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and he would focus on this it says in the amplified his way of doing and being right mm -hmm. amen when you follow after God and you're seeking him you're going to do things his way yeah. and yeah. it's going to be done right amen, amen. And, and you're going to be right. Praise the Lord. You're going to be right because you're going to follow God. And God is always right. He Amen. always does things right. Amen. And when you are right and you follow after God, then all these things, say all these things, are added unto you. Amen. That means they're going to show up. They're going to show up. What do you need? Seek Him first. Seek Him first in your finances. Put God first. And all these things shall be added unto you. Amen? amen. That means they'll show up. Amen. Who needs some things to show up? Yes, Hallelujah. So amen. we thank you, Father, that as we seek you first, all these things are added unto us. What happens? They show up because we seek him. We put him first. If you need an envelope, raise your hand. Praise the Lord. Make your checks payable to the River Church. You can give online if you'd like. Hallelujah. We're still taking donations for the building. Uh, Sundays we do that. But if you want to give towards that, you can also do that online. Just mark it. Amen. Or mark your offering building. Praise the Lord. Do you have ours, love? 
Let's hold up our seed, our tithes and offering before the Lord. Let's pray over it. Father God, we just lift this up before you. We thank you, Father. We put you first in everything. In our, in our finances, we put you first, Lord. We seek you first. And you said, when do we do? When we seek you first in your righteousness, all these things shall be added unto us. That means they will show up in our lives. They'll be added to our lives. And we thank you, Father, for you are everything to us. You're everything to us. And we worship you and we magnify you. We're so grateful for all that you have done for us. In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, Amen. Go ahead, ushers, and serve the people. Do we have those, those fixed in the back or are they not fixed? Do we need someone to fix them or something missing? Go ahead and get that. That way they can have it. Praise the Lord. Go ahead, Brindy. Oh, the glory is here. Yes, the glory is here. I can sense His mighty presence in the very atmosphere. For whatever you may need, just reach out and receive and say it's mine. I take it now and say it's mine. I take it now and say it's mine. I take it now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We take it. We take all we have all that we have in him. Amen. Everything we need, it's found in him. Praise the Lord. Well, I'm excited tonight. I know God has something for us. Amen. He dropped it in my heart on the way home this evening. Praise the Lord. So let's just pray. Father, we just thank you for this service tonight. Lord, I thank you, Father, that your will be done. I thank Father that the plan that you have for this service, it comes to pass. Your purpose for this service. It comes to pass. I thank you for utterances being spoken through my mouth, Father, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for the answers that you have for us tonight. We've come expecting and taking all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, everyone said, Amen. Amen. If I'm doing this, it's because there's... Praise the Lord. All right, let's open up our Bibles tonight to um, Galatians chapter 6. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is so good. It's so important. You know, I was remembering what the Lord had said to us about this year, that it's our reaping year. And he's like, you haven't really taught on that like you should. I'm like, oh. When the Lord gives the church um, something for the new year, that's something that we need to remember and we need to say often. Amen. And we need to believe it and we need to study on it. And so he was saying, it's your reaping year. And I said, oh, that's right. 2022 year of heaven on earth. I think is what Pastor Nancy said. For us, it was, it's our reaping year. And so that means that um, many of us have sown things in the past or sown things this year. It's time to reap. Amen. 
And so Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, it says, uh, Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Uh, one version says, if you do not faint, but the New King James says, if you do not lose heart, you will reap. Oftentimes we sow, and then the sowing we get excited and um, and we're waiting for the reaping, and sometimes we can get weary, right, during that time, and we faint, and we give up, and we quit. And if the enemy can get you to quit, then you've lost your harvest. If the enemy can get you to quit, then you've lost your miracle. If the enemy can get you to quit, then you've lost what you've been standing for, you know, whether it's been a day, a week, two months, a year, um, you know, we're going to stand. The Bible says when you've done all the stand, stand there for. We don't quit. We don't grow weary. But weariness can come. Because he said, Paul said, don't grow weary in doing the right thing. For in due season you shall reap. Don't grow weary in standing in faith. Don't grow weary in doing the word. Don't grow weary. Don't get tired, right? And so often we can get tired and weary. And um, we start thinking, how long is this going to take? You know, I've been standing for this long. I don't know. When, I'm, when am I going to see the results? And we start to question God. And we start to look at the calendar. And we start to look at time. And when you look at time... You're going to get weary. We don't look at time. We just look at what does the word say. The word says when you've done all to stand, stand therefore. It says don't grow weary in doing, in doing well. For in due season you shall reap. You shall reap if you don't faint. If you don't grow weary. If you don't give up. So you just have to be like I think it was Brother Jerry Savelle who said. I don't know it was a minister. I feel like it was him who said. Uh, the devil, you know, he was standing for something, and it was some minister, and they said, um, I'm going to stand here as long as I have to. I'm not going to quit. I can outlast you. That's what they said. I can outlast you, devil. Yeah. I can outlast you. I'm going to keep on standing. Because there's something at the end of your standing. Your miracle, your promise, your, the provision you're believing for, whatever you're believing for, it's at the end of your standing. And you can't get it without the standing. But I want to talk about, that's what I'm not talking about standing, really. Tonight I'm going to talk about not growing weary. And um, because if you allow weariness in, you're going to quit standing. Right? And so we have to see weariness as an enemy. Weariness is an enemy. And um, so let's turn to Philippians 4.4. 4. So... To battle that enemy of weariness, obviously, we stay in the word, we come to church, we're, we're strengthening ourselves, right? But the Bible talks about joy. And to stand and receive your promise, to receive that miracle, to not get weary, you've got to do the exact opposite of weariness. Um... You've got to, the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And if we are weary, it's because we've lost our joy. Or we're not 
um, releasing our joy like we should. Because if you're releasing your joy, you won't be, get weary. And if you start getting weary, you need to go back and look at when did I release my joy the last. Right? So uh, Philippians 4.4 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Say always. Again, Paul said, just in case you didn't hear me, again, I will say rejoice. Right? Rejoicing is um, really it's an act of faith because there's a lot of times we don't want to rejoice. You know, it's not like every day you wake up and go, hallelujah, I'm ready to rejoice. Praise the Lord. You know, you may wake up like, oh man, here we go. You know, it's another day, you know, but it's something that you choose to do. Just like love, it's not a feeling. I'm not waiting for a feeling, feelings of joy to rejoice. I'm not waiting for feelings of love to um, to show love to others. It's a choice I make. As a Christian, we have to, these are things that are part of the new man. They're part of the new creature in Christ that you now are. They're on the inside of you. These fruits of the Spirit, love, joy is on the inside of you already. You don't have to try and get it. You just have to release it. And when you release the joy, then you're going to battle that weariness. It's going to, it's going to defeat the weariness because it's going to bring strength. So um, if we're not in joy, we're not releasing our faith. Because if you're confessing, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus, yeah. There's no faith. Faith's not being released if there's no joy. Um, because joy is a byproduct of faith. And joy can be expressed in many ways, right? Can be expressed through laughter, through praising God, through rejoicing, through dancing. We see it uh, in different forms that joy is released in the Bible. The Bible says that David danced before, um, before the people with all his might. What was he doing? Like, hey, I'm gonna do like a dance. I'm gonna do like a Bali dance or whatever, and I just because I want to. No, he was dancing before the Lord with all of his might. He was really, he was, he was, um, it was a, I mean, obviously something great happened, but he was doing something with all of his might before the Lord. It wasn't like, oh yeah, you know, when you're, when you're doing something before the Lord, you're releasing your faith. It can't be like, oh yeah, you know, he's like, I'm going to dance for the Lord. You know, that's not how he did it. Because his wife got upset for other reasons too. But, <laughs> praise the Lord, joy is part of the new man in Christ, right? Um, there is no sorrow in the new man. You're a new creature in Christ once you ask Jesus into your heart. So sorrow is not a part of the new man. Self-pity is not part of the new man. Woe is me. If only I had this when I was growing up. If only my, my family did this for me. I'm just, you know, it's self-pity. That's, that's not joy. You can't have self-pity and joy at the same time. You can't have sorrow and joy at the same time. Amen. There's no sorrow in the new man. You're a new creature in Christ. Amen. So, um... 
so we're going to talk about the ways to release your joy. Amen. Turn to Isaiah 61, chapter 3, and we're just going to look at some verses tonight. Isaiah 61, verse 3. Um, you know, Paul and Silas, they were in jail. They were facing a tough time. I mean, if you want to call that a tough time. You know, like Some people will call like, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't find the product at the store. It was tough. Or I couldn't find a parking space. Or, you know, I, I dealt with traffic, L.A. traffic. It was a tough time. Okay, Paul and Silas were in jail, you know, beaten, whipped their arms and their legs, you know, you know, in chains, couldn't move, you know. They could have looked at each other and said, blamed each other. You know what happens when, you know what happens when people get in a, in a hard situation? Like married couples, what's your fault? No, it's your fault. Or brother and sister or siblings, you know, you're the one who got me here. No, you're the, you know, they could have done all these things. But instead, the Bible says they prayed and sang praises to God. What were they doing? They were looking to Jesus. They turned to Jesus. They turned to Jesus in their darkest hour. They didn't have to, but they turned to him. And what did they do? Do you think they wanted to praise God? We don't know, probably not, just human nature. You wouldn't want to praise God. You would say, here I am doing what God told me to do. Now I'm in jail. What happened? I obeyed God. I thought God was on my side. I thought if God was for me, who can be against me? Right. right? But they didn't question. They just started praising. They started praying and they sang praises to God. Right? Um, Isaiah 61, 3 says, Appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. Give unto them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning, hallelujah, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. This is what God has given us. He's given us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Heaviness is a spirit. Paul and Silas could have allowed a spirit of heaviness to come in them or on them, sorry, on them, while they were in jail. Have you ever gone through a difficult situation and you are start to feel a spirit of heaviness? That's not part of the new man. That's not who we are in Christ. There is no heaviness in Jesus. And so when that heaviness comes, he said he gave us a garment of praise. Praise. When heaviness tries to come, we rebuke it and we start praising God. No, I refuse to let my mind go to that. I thank you, Father. God's working this all out for my good. I cast my care on the Lord. I thank you, Father. You're taking care of it. I praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Father. I don't have to think about how it's going to get fixed. I know that you're taking care of it, Lord. I praise you, Father. God, you are so big. You are so mighty. There is none like you. And you just start praising him. Because if you don't and you're going through life, you can have times when that spirit of heaviness will try and settle on you. But it's your responsibility. It's my responsibility to reject that spirit of heaviness, to stay in faith, to release our praise. We have to release our praise, amen, to stay in faith. We have to release our joy to stay in faith. That's one way you start doing it. What you're doing is you're stirring yourself up. You know, um, David said, King David said, he encouraged himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself. He was a psalmist. So I just imagine him singing, dancing, praising God. You know, he probably wasn't just saying, you're, you're a man of God. You're the, you know, he could have said those things. But I imagine him, 
he was such a, a, a praiser and a worshiper. He wrote all of, you know, most of the Psalms, all of them, most of them, that he was probably singing and, and praising God. He encouraged himself in the Lord. When things are tough, when the enemy tries to come and steal your joy, you say no. Joy is mine. It's part of who I am. It's part of my DNA because joy is part of Christ. It's part of my new nature. So it's who I am. Well, pastor, I've never really been a joyful person. Well, tell yourself that was the old you. Now let your face know that you're a new person in Christ. You're a new creature in Christ. So now joy is part of your flow. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, praise the Lord. So we put on that garment of praise. And when you do, I remember there was one time I was thinking of somebody or I can't remember if I was praying, but even when you're praying, sometimes you can start to feel, you know, I'm praying in tongues and the Lord's like, you need to rejoice, you know? And so I started rejoicing. I was in my bathroom and I just started rejoicing. I started dancing, you know, rejoicing isn't just like, hallelujah. Like your body starts to respond in faith. It doesn't just stand there. It responds in faith. Like you put a smile on. You start dancing. You lift your hands. You make yourself. I said you make yourself draw that joy out. And you start, hallelujah, thank you, Father. I started rejoicing. I praise you, Father. I thank you, Lord. You're working. Hallelujah. And I started rejoicing and dancing. And when I did, a scripture came right up out of my spirit for that situation. And that was my answer. So I got my scripture and I wrote it down in my journal. So anytime that situation tries to come, I already got my scripture. See, I got my answer because I stayed in joy. I got my answer because I released my faith. Many times we acknowledge that we have, that we acknowledge, yes, healing is for me. The answers are for me. Um, prosperity is for me, but we don't release our faith for it. It's two different things. You know, you can say the car's in my garage. Yes, I have a car. But if you don't go take the key and start it, you ain't going anywhere. It's the same thing with your faith. We all have faith. The Bible says he's given us all a measure of faith and that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But just because you have faith doesn't mean you're releasing it. Amen. So one way we release our faith is we rejoice. We start praising. Paul and Silas, they praised God in their darkest hour out loud. It says the prisoners heard them. It wasn't, well, I'm rejoicing in my heart. God, know, God knows. He, he hears me. You know. Praise the Lord. Wouldn't that be easy if we could all like pray in tongues in our... I'm just going to pray in tongues in my head. I'm just going to rejoice in my head. I'm going to tell my husband I love him in my head. You know, no, you have to open your mouth. You have to release. You have to release the words, release the praise. What are you doing? You're releasing the joy. It's in you. Release it. Amen. So that your faith can go to work. Hallelujah. So joy will bring answers up. When you don't know what to do, start getting in joy. Rejoice because if you're down and out, you're going to have a hard time finding answers. And we need, we all need specific answers for, because we all have different situations that we're facing. 
Amen. And we all, God has an answer for every single situation. But if you're in doubt and you're sad and you're depressed and you're, hmm, usually if you're sad and depressed because you are in doubt and unbelief, you're not going to get any answers. And then it's going to go lower and lower and lower and lower. You're just going to go really low. Next thing you know, you're going to be laying on your bed. You're going to close the blinds and you're like, I don't want to get up. You know, because you succumbed to those feelings. You allowed your feelings to rule you and dominate you because of the situation instead of putting your eyes on Jesus. Amen. So it's important to keep your joy flowing, to put on the garment of praise. Amen. To obey the word and get in the spirit. Hallelujah. Praising and rejoicing is a one way we stay in the spirit. Amen. Look at Isaiah 55. Uh, no, we won't go to that one. Let's go to uh, Isaiah 51, excuse me, verse 11. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 51, verse 11. So it's important for us to release our faith, and we're releasing it through joy. Amen. One way we joy, we praise God. Hallelujah. We can dance before the Lord. We can shout, hallelujah, glory to God. God, you're working. Ha, ha, ha. You can laugh. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can sing. Isaiah 51, verse 11 says, Therefore, the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion. Say singing. And everlasting joy shall be upon their head. They shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Amen. Listen, they came, they returned to the Lord, and they came with singing. They came with singing. I remember there was one person I used to know, and uh, he was always singing. He always had a song in his heart. He was always walking around just singing. Well, what was that? That was the joy of the Lord. You know, you're not going to sing if you're down and out and depressed. That's the last thing a person's going to do if they're down and out and depressed, unless they're singing a woe is me song. But this person was singing songs of joy and happy songs. Yeah. What was that? It was the joy of the Lord. They kept the joy of the Lord flowing in their lives. Amen. Praise the Lord. And it says everlasting joy. That means a joy that's eternal. Joy that never runs out. Your joy is found in praising God. Is found in the Lord. Is found in, in His Word. Not in your situation. You can't look to your situations... Well, if only this bill was paid. Well, if only I had this. Well, if only this would work out, then I would have joy. That's not true. Because joy is a fruit. It's a power that is drawn out of you, out of your spirit. It's in you. It's not based on circumstances. If you're living your life based on circumstances and your joy level is, de is uh, determined by your circumstances, then you're living like everybody else in this world. And you're missing out on the flow of heaven. And you're a Christian. We're called. We're called. It's our privilege. It's our inheritance to live this earth like heaven on earth in the flow, the flow of heaven operating in our lives right now. And if you're born again and you're depressed and you're down and you're sad, it's because you're looking at situations and you're living just like every other person who's not born again. You're not acting like the new man. You're allowing the old man, you're allowing your flesh to dominate you. And you've got to speak to your flesh. 
You gotta tell your flesh, no, we're not gonna be sad today. No, we don't have sad days anymore. Face, you be happy. You look yourself in the mirror. Face, you smile. Face, everything's gonna be okay because God's taking care of me. Like you gotta speak to yourself. You gotta tell yourself how to feel. You don't, you don't allow yourself to tell you how you're feeling. I love what someone asked Smith Wigglesworth. I'm trying to see if I can get this story right. They said, um, did they ask him how was he feeling or something like that? So they asked him a question, something about that, and he said, and his answer was Smith Wigglesworth, who raised, I think, like 24 people from the dead. I think 12 confirmed, but 24, said um, Smith doesn't ask himself how he feels. He, he was telling them, I don't ask myself how I feel today. I tell myself. I, he, when he gets out of bed, they said he would dance. They asked him, how do you get up in the morning? He, he said he would get out of bed dancing. I think it was like 12 or 15 minutes. High stepping, high stepping, dancing, rejoicing. Okay, I, I tried that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I did two minutes. Okay, 15, you know praising God what was he doing he was releasing his faith he was praising God releasing his faith putting on joy before the world could put its stuff on him amen he put on the flow of heaven so that heaven could flow in his life praise the Lord he was releasing his faith amen hallelujah all right so let's turn to Isaiah no wait Sorry, I'm, on a, I'm using my iPad tonight, so it's a little bit different. Let's turn to Psalms 2-4. Praise the Lord. Psalms chapter 2, verse 4. Say amen when you get there. Hallelujah. Psalms 2-4 says, He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. Who sits in the heavens? Talking about God. God's not a sorrowful God. He's not up in heaven going, oh my God. How are they going to make it through this time? He's not thinking that. He, he already knows the, God says he knows the end from the beginning. Amen. It says he sits in the heavens and he laughs. Did you know that when we laugh, sometimes you'll see that laughing taking place in a service. People will start laughing by the Holy Spirit. What's happening? That's the Spirit of God moving on them. And they can't stop laughing, right? But there's also, I love what Pastor Noel, and I don't know if he taught it when he was here, but he taught about, he said, just like you sing in the, you pray in tongues, it's I will pray in the Spirit. He said the Lord showed him, you can also say, I will laugh in the Spirit. So just like you can start praying in tongues, that you can also laugh, ha, 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 that you can put that joy on, through laughter. Amen. What is it? It's the, flow of, it's the flow of God. He's sitting in the heavens and he's laughing. When things are going on around, is he sorrowful? No, he's got all the answers. He knows. He knows everything. He's up there laughing. Come on. He knows the end. Amen. You know, I love what one thing one minister said. He was reading a medical journal and he said, your body can't tell the difference when you're fake laughing and when you're really laughing. Well, what happens when you laugh? Endorphins are released. And the natural endorphins are released, right? And, um, you know, according to, to medical science, the endorphins are a natural painkiller. I remember back in the day when I was growing up, I heard people, I don't know if we were at Rama or we were somewhere, and we heard, um, I think a person had cancer or he had something wrong with him, I can't remember. 
and he went home and started watching um, the Three Stooges, all the episodes over and over and over again. And he started laughing and laughing, and he thought that was funny. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they're that funny, but he must have liked slapstick. And he was laughing and laughing, and what happened is he got healed. What happened? He put on the, even by watching something in the natural, he just started laughing. Yeah, he started just laughing. It's important to laugh. And you could put on laughter in the spirit when you're at home. I've done it many times. Sometimes Pastor Marcus and I, were in our house, and we just start laughing. We may start out in the flesh, but guess what? We end up in the spirit. And answers, again, when you're in joy, those answers just come up out of your spirit. You could get direction, a scripture, a word from the Lord. I mean, here we are like trying to like, oh, Lord, give me an answer. If we would just get in joy, we would get an answer. We would have the direction. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, let's look at Nehemiah 8.10. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Hallelujah. Nehemiah 8.10. Say amen when you get there. Praise the Lord. So joy is a flow that we want to make sure that we're, we're always drawing that flow out and we're releasing it. Amen. Because that's how we release our faith. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Nehemiah 8.10. Are you there? I know you guys never go to Nehemiah. <laughs> you can look at your table of contents if you have your Bible. Hey, I've got my iPad, so it's easy to find, but you may need your... <laughs> You're still looking, so I'm going to wait for you all to find it. Nehemiah. <laughs> okay, are we there? <laughs> I still hear pages turning, so I'm going to wait. <laughs> okay, Nehemiah 8.10. Then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, send portions to those for whom nothing is repaired, prepared, for this day is holy to the Lord. Underline this, do not sorrow, do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Do not sorrow. Amen. Do you know, people think often that sorrow comes upon us if someone dies. It can try and get on you a spirit of sorrow, but it can also come. You're just facing situations that maybe in your, you know, you allow the enemy to come and tell you that's impossible. You get in worry and you start taking on cares. And the next thing you know, you're in sorrow and you don't even know why you're so sad. I'll tell you why you're so sad. You allowed a spirit of sorrow in. You better shake that off. Shake off that sorrow. Look what Nehemiah said. He said, go your way. Eat the fat, drink the sweets. That sounds good to me. <laughs> Sweets, I'm ready. <laughs> Go your way and send portions for those for whom nothing is prepared for this day is holy. Do not sorrow for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Joy comes from the Lord. 
And when we're in joy, then we're strengthened and we're not going to be weary and well-doing. Because we have to stand. Say, I'm standing. But I'm standing in joy. I'm standing in joy. Ha, ha, ha. You stand in joy so you don't grow weary. If you're growing weary, go back and evaluate, have I lost my joy? When's the last time I rejoiced? When's the last time I sang praises? When's the last time I laughed? When's the last time I took a little glory run around the living room? When's the last time I took my husband's hands and started dancing? When's the last time I did that? Pastor, I don't know if I could do that. Listen, you just got to do it. doesn't matter. Do you, do you want your, your faith to be released? Do you really want that answer? I mean, you're in your house. Yeah. Who cares if the kids see you? Pastor Marcus and I, would you like to dance, darling? <laughs> Pastor Marcus and I, I remember when the kids were little, he was believing God for a job at the state. And he had applied and applied. I don't know how long. I think It's it was, a process because I had to go test. <laughs> so you have, to, you have to test. Yes, he had to test. But I think it was about three years that we stood and believed. But I remember we just grabbed hands. We were on memory lane. And we just started rejoicing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, Hallelujah. for that job. Thank you, Father, Hallelujah. For that job. Praise Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We started Hallelujah. rejoicing. We started praising yeah. God. Hallelujah. It was a matter yeah. of time before. And the kids would come in. They came out of their room. What are they doing? Oh, yeah. They got used to it. But when you first start, it may not be, you know, feel that comfortable to your flesh. But your spirit man's like, yeah. This is what you're supposed to be doing. This is your flow. This is the flow of heaven. Yeah. This is the flow of a, a believer. A believer rejoices. A believer starts singing and praising. A believer starts dancing by faith. A believer starts laughing. Ha, ha, ha. I've faced tough situations before. The enemy comes and lies to me. I go, ha, 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 devil, you're a liar. Ha, 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 you think you're so smart. No, you're not. Ha, 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 ha. You've already been defeated. You've already been defeated. God's already working in that situation. Ha, 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 I know something you don't. Ha, 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 I know God's working on that situation. Ha, 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 I know that he's working. Ha, 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 doesn't matter what it looks like. Ha, ha, oh, you thought you had it, but you don't. Because <laughs> the power of God is so big. God is so big and so strong. Ha, 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 ha. And you can get into that joy flow if you'll choose it. And the more often you practice that, the easier it is to draw it out. But it's already in you. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Pastor, I don't know about that joy stuff I don't I don't know I don't want people everybody to see me well how bad do you want your answer well I don't feel like it no I don't want to well okay then you don't really want your answer mm-hmm, I just walk around you know if someone's telling you what's wrong are you okay you might want to put a smile on your face you know I'm just saying I thought I remember back in the day I had someone say are you all right and I'm all I was just walking around and I thought, oh gosh, I must not be smiling enough. I'm like, 
fine, fine. <laughs> you know, you just got to put that smile on. You don't really realize it. Sometimes you can just be thinking about something. But you got to be careful when you start thinking about something. Because you start thinking about something, if it's not what you're supposed to be thinking about, the next thing you know, you're like over here, over here, and you're like, wait, oh my gosh, this situation just blew up and now it all got worse. Now you're seeing 20 years from now this is going to happen. What happened? You allowed your thoughts to run wild instead of get into the joy flow. Start praising God. You're looking at the situation instead of the word. Amen. Let's look at Isaiah 12, 3. Hallelujah. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. To stand, to stand firm, to stand um, and not grow weary. Got to keep our joy flowing. The joy of the Lord. Got to keep drawing it out. Drawing it out. That means you're, you're responding to the word. Amen. Um, Isaiah 12, 3. It's our job to draw out the joy. It's our responsibility. Amen. Just like we yield to every other fruit of the spirit, we yield to joy. Isaiah 12, 3 says, Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. With joy, you're drawing out the water of your salvation. You're drawing out what you need with joy. With joy. With joy, you're drawing out everything that you need. Everything that's a part of that flow of salvation, it's coming out when you're releasing your joy. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. However you want to release it. Ha, ha, ha. Just be careful if you're driving. I've done it before. I started driving. I started laughing. The tears are coming down my eyes. I'm like, I don't know if I could see you. <laughs> I'm driving. I can't do this. Get my tissue. I got it. You know, got it. But you constantly, you've got to be aware of the joy flow. And, and what are you doing? You're releasing your faith every time you get in joy. So what are you doing? You're drawing it out. With joy, you're drawing out what you need. With joy, you're drawing out from the wells. Everything that you need, everything that God has for you drawn out with joy why because you're releasing your faith it's a it's an act of your faith amen let's look at um proverbs 17 22 we'll get ready to close praise the lord hallelujah proverbs 17 verse 22 proverbs is right in the middle of your bible so that should be easy to find you can you can read one proverb a day, and you'll be wise like Solomon if you'll do it. <laughs> Proverbs 17, verse 22. You there? Okay. Praise the Lord. A merry heart does good like medicine. But a broken spirit dries the bones. A merry heart. A merry heart does good like medicine. Remember we were talking about the man who watched the, who watched the Three Stooges? He was laughing. What was he doing? He, he was releasing joy. Joy was being released and it was like medicine. It actually healed his body. Hallelujah. A merry heart. So if a merry heart does good like medicine, what do you think a sorrowful heart does? If a merry heart is equal to medicine, it brings relief, it brings healing, it brings health. What does, what does sorrow do? 
going to bring the exact opposite. It's going to bring stress, pain, right? The opposite of health and healing. We don't want that. Yes, read out of the Amplified. A happy heart is good medicine, and a cheerful mind works healing. Hmm. But a broken spirit dries up the bones. Yes, that's good. A cheerful mind works healing. Amen. And a happy heart is good medicine. You got to watch your your mind. You got to keep your mind in the right place. Keep your mind thinking on cheerful thoughts. Like, what what did Paul say? I think myself happy. I think myself happy. When you wake up and you're like, oh, I don't feel good. I think myself happy. When you wake up and you're like, oh man, it's Monday. I think myself happy. And you wake up and go, we're going to the building. I think myself happy. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. And you see that bill come in the mail. You get that diagnosis. Get that report from the teacher for your kids. Think myself happy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Why? Because God, God can turn anything around. You'll just release your faith. Nothing's too hard for God. The enemy always tries to tell you things are impossible. There, that word, I believe that word is not in, the, in God's dictionary. Nothing is impossible, it says, for him. Nothing is too hard. He said, is anything too hard for me? There's nothing too hard for God. So you can just be like Jesus. The Bible says you're seated at the right hand of, he was seated at the right hand of the Father, and you're seated right next to him in heavenly places, and he's sitting up there laughing. So you should be sitting right next to Jesus laughing. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, yeah, this is going to turn out good. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. going to turn out okay. Ha, ha, ha. Why? Because God's taking care of it. Ha, ha, ha. He sits in the heavens and laughs. So I was seated right next to him. We're joint heirs. We're heirs together. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we practice? Yes. Practice. Let's practice putting on joy. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 
Sit over here. It's where the drunks sit right here. Glory to God. 
Praise the Lord. Every time you, you release that, you release your laughter. You're just taking a drink. Just taking a drink. The Spirit of God is taking a drink. Praise the Lord. That's called the new wine. The new wine. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. When you see that flow, you can try and do other things, or you can just step into that flow. People are laughing, just step into the flow and just start laughing. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. And the more you do it, the quicker and the easier it will be to get in the spirit. You may start out in the flesh. I'm telling you. <laughs> If you wake up, or you're going through your day, you start to feel low, or you start to feel down, you can just start rejoicing and pull yourself out of that. Because I tell you, it feels a lot better to be in the spirit. <laughs> does to be down it just you're just you're getting in the spirit and things are getting taken things are getting taken care of when you're in the spirit when you're down and out like Eeyore you know people look at you and you look like Eeyore you need to pick yourself up pick your lip up from off the ground Turn that frown upside down you know, and start rejoicing. Rejoice in the Lord always. Always. So praising, singing, laughing, dancing in the Spirit. Those things, you may start out in the flesh, but you'll get over into the Spirit. Answers will come forth. You'll lift yourself up. And you, what you're doing is you're releasing your faith. You're not just acknowledging that you have faith. Now you're actually doing something about it. You're releasing it. 
and when you release it, the power of God goes to work. We're going to close with this one scripture, First uh, Peter. First Peter chapter one, verse eight. It says, "Whom having not seen, you love; and whom though now you see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory." Verse nine says, "Receiving the end of your faith." When you rejoice, when you step out and rejoice, Hallelujah! Verse nine says, "You'll receive." the end of your faith. Amen. When you're really believing, you're going to be rejoicing. When you're really believing, you're going to be rejoicing. You're going to live in that rejoicing flow. So tomorrow when you wake up, put on joy. Going through your day, put on joy. Amen. And when you do that, you're going to receive the end. Amen. And you won't grow weary. You'll go through it laughing, rejoicing, and when the enemy comes, you're still going to keep laughing. Ha ha. Keep on rejoicing. Ha ha. Sometimes it may take a little while for you to, you know, it's like the motorcycle. And they're like, nerr, nerr, nerr. It's like it's not starting. It's not starting. Maybe you're kind of like that. And then finally, and then it finally gets going. You know, may start out that way, but the more you do it, the more you practice putting on joy and rejoicing and laughing and singing in the spirit. And if you're married, make it a practice to dance with your spouse. Amen. Make it a practice. If you're, if you're, hey, if you have friends, you can grab your friend. Let's dance in the spirit. Hallelujah. <laughs> Be in agreement with me. Because that's what we were doing. We were getting in agreement over things and we would rejoice. Amen. And you'll receive the end of your faith. That promise that you've been believing for. You'll go through it. You won't be weary. You'll have strength. That joy will carry you, and that joy will be will release your. When you release the joy, the faith is released, and you get your answer. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We've got a lot of things we're believing God for. Amen. Now we know what to do. Now we know how to release our faith. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Let's all stand up.